This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. 770 CHQR. I'm Zach in for Rob Breckenridge. It's 219 and a cool story leading into Christmas time about community and about taking a little bit of action inside our communities. Um, The story comes uh, from the Knox United Church and trying to do uh, reconnect to the community. And so on the phone joining us right now, we've got Reverend uh, Greg Glatz. Uh, hey, Greg, um, I'm going to let you reveal what it is you're doing, because I think that you guys kind of get the credit. Um, and I would like you to tell everybody sort of what you're doing to change things. Uh, thanks, Zach. Yeah, it's great to be on the show. Uh, we basically put a coffee shop inside the sanctuary of Knox United Church. And we did that partly because I really love coffee and it's easy to get to, but really we did it because uh, the community loves coffee. We're right in the heart of the downtown business district. We're surrounded by oil and gas workers and by the uh, the legal profession because we're right across from the law courts building. And uh, people are looking for a place to get coffee, but they're also looking for a place to connect. Uh, we opened up Sanctuary Coffee, which is the name of the store, so that uh, we could help people fight social isolation in their lives and make some social connection. We're giving volunteers an opportunity to pick up English language skills and learn to be baristas. And we're helping a beautiful, historic stained glass building uh, become sustainable in the 21st century. So it was kind of a win, 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 win project that really brings the community together inside the walls of Knox United Church. It must be difficult in any, I mean, it is difficult at any organization to fundraise through these times. I mean, I think that, you know, from nonprofits to you know, anybody who's sort of at the mercy of generosity, it's been tough, right, for everybody. So uh, tell me about what, in, just let's talk economics for one second. Um, this was a big part. You guys needed to make sure that there was some sustainability of the organization as a whole downtown. Right. I've been uh, doing some projects in Winnipeg um, uh, before I got to Calgary, and I really started to explore the social enterprise model, which a friend of mine called Sean uh, Sean Loney in Winnipeg, is really developing. So a social enterprise model means that we generate revenue uh, so that we can take that revenue and do the social good we're trying to do, like fight social isolation, uh, give volunteers a chance to pick up skills, and uh, make a historic building sustainable. So rather than going to donors, rather than going to the government and asking for money, uh, we're, we're trying to do something that generates the revenue it needs to do the social good it's doing. And I think that's a great model for the 21st century. It really is. So then you've come up with the coffee shop. And what does the coffee shop serve? Other than coffee, I suppose. <laughs> well, coffee is a big thing. And we're really invested in uh, what is known as the third wave coffee movement. So we want it to be great coffee. And, and that's actually part of the good news story, too. We are getting our beans uh, through two roasters here in Calgary, Monogram and Rosa. We are getting our beans from local growers in Africa and South America. Those small farms are, are being paid uh, appropriately for the beans they're delivering to us. They're being roasted here in Calgary, so we're supporting the roasters here in Calgary that are bringing those beans into the country. And and then we are preparing those beans at Sanctuary Coffee in a way that brings out the best flavor possible. So we're really trying to take the coffee game 
uh, to the highest possible level and give people a great experience of coffee while they're doing something good for their community. And community is where it does land. I mean, I've had Rosso. I don't know Monogram, and they do a fantastic job with uh, with the just their coffee is fantastic. So that sure to is. me, that to me says that you're sharing fantastic, which is great. But the community part is really where it connects to all of us because the faith part in this case is aside from the fact that it's in the church and it helps with some of the um, you know the social things the church is trying to do. It the faith piece is really where you're welcoming in part of the story that was shared. Uh, included uh, atheists just coming in and chatting and, and visiting. Tell me about that. Yeah, it's interesting because I, I wear my my clerical collar, you know, the, the dog collar, the, the white tab that priests and ministers often wear. So people know what I am when they walk into the building. And I do not harass people. I think that's totally inappropriate. But when they see somebody that identifies as a minister, they often have questions. And as long as they feel like it's a safe place to ask those questions, which they do after they've been there a couple times, we wind up getting into some very in, very interesting discussions about faith and spirituality and religion on their terms, not our terms, which I think is really important. Some some of the other churches around town are looking for other ways to fundraise and creating, um, you know, income in a way that matters to their communities. When you say, when you see now, because you get to be a bit of a leader in all this, you get to say to, even if it's a community center or regardless of church or not church, churchy or not churchy, um, some of the community halls in some of these neighborhoods, I mean, they're getting beat up. They're getting run down. Um, mm-hmm. People don't want to go there and have their wedding receptions anymore because the, the floor is warped or whatever. Right. Right. They smell funny. Um, and just call a spade a spade in some of these communities. What do you say to those community people who are looking for a place to connect and and really just need some ideas? How do they go about that? I, I'd say get Sean Loney's book, An Army of Problem Solvers, because it outlines the social enterprise model. And I think if you can find a way to do enterprise in a way that does social good, it doesn't matter if you're a church or a community hall or what you are, you will find a sustainable future. And by doing that, by by doing that social good and providing an enterprise that people want to buy into, you'll connect to your community. I think it can happen anywhere in just about any kind of building in any neighborhood. This is a cheeky question, but I kind of have to ask. Yeah. Is a a coffee shop in a church, is that open on Christmas Day or closed on Christmas Day? Because I could see it going both ways. Well, actually, uh, the church itself is closed on Christmas Day. So we are open for almost all of our services now, and we're expanding that in 2019. So there's no problem with the coffee store being open during a service, but the church is actually closed on Christmas Day. But come on Friday at 6 p.m., we have a blue Christmas service, and we have, um, we'll be open on Christmas Eve until about uh, uh, 2 p.m. Pretty cool stuff. I, uh, you know, I, I really salute the the hard work and and the forward thinking. Um, really creates a new opportunity for, uh, I think, for young people and old people alike to come together. And and how much better our communities are when people just start to talk. And I, you know, some of the listeners, I drive them crazy saying that here on the show because when I fill in, um, you know, I'm not about political agenda when I fill in the show. I really am about this community and the fact that we can sit in and have these conversations, agree or disagree. Yeah, I couldn't agree more, and I really appreciate your uh, your recognition of that. Awesome. Really Reverend helpful. Greg uh, Glatz, uh, minister at Knox United Church, congratulations on the hard work, and uh, thanks for sharing the inspiration for others. Appreciate it. Uh, it, was, it was a pleasure. Uh, Merry Christmas and happy holidays. Yeah, Merry Christmas to you too, sir. Uh, it's 226 now. I'm Zach in for Rob Breckenridge. Um, you know, it's it's remarkable to think. Um, I know that some of our some of our listeners are, are Christians and and they're celebrating Christmas, and that hits you in the church one way, and some people push back and say, no way, it's not my thing, I'm not going to go there. 
Um, conversation really is the key. Uh, Muriel says, one of the most beautiful churches in Calgary. My husband and I were married there in May 1992. Also, her son and daughter-in-law were married there in December 1992. Um, can't wait to go there for a coffee. Well, thanks, Muriel. What can you do inside your community now? Now from that perspective, right? Um, craft brewery is one thing that's being thrown around by another church in, the, in, the mar- in, the, in our market. Look at that sounds like radio guys, sorry, in our city. You know, do you put in a craft brewery? Do you go and you, you put in a, a knickknack store? Do you put in a coffee shop serving coffee? <laughs> you can go buy a Tim Hortons franchise for all I know. What do you do in your community? Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.